I know this is not a sports podcast. I I totally know it uh, for lots of reasons. I know it primarily because I created the podcast, not meaning to talk about sports, but I have to get something off my chest. And it's really important that two other people on this podcast who don't care hear what I have to say. Kristen, Dame, hello. Hello. Good day. I love the Pacers so much right now. Fair. Tyrese Halliburton is the most fun or funnest. What is it? Most fun? fun. Most fun. Yes. He's so fun to watch. It is. Uh, we're, we're addicted to the Pacers right now, which is a lot of fun. When you when you care about your local sports team, uh, my family, all we sit and watch the Pacers, and it's exciting. And I wanted to share that with you. I am happy that we can have separate how does that go no i am i'm happy that we can have different interests or i'm happy for you that we can have different yeah. interests i forget how it went what a start to the new year now damn i also want to mention here i am not pandering uh to uh the pacers of course are clients of your money correct line. yes uh yeah so uh but but i'm not pandering and i also enjoyed watching the colts by the way everybody uh a lot who are also clients of your money line the hello dame the big question is, are you wearing your jersey when you're watching the games? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. And the answer is no. I do have a Pacers jersey that the Pacers gave me that says Pete the Planner on the back, which is which is which is pretty great. Uh, well, happy new year, everybody. Uh, Kristen, happy new year. Happy New Year to you. Uh Damian Andrew Dunn, happy new year. That's me. We are all doing dry January as a show, correct? Correct. So far. Wait, you keep saying so far. Is it is it a goal of yours or is it not? No, I just I if if I make it through January, great. If I make it into February or or beyond, uh, excellent as well. But I'm <clears throat> I'm not uh, you know hard and fast on January is dry. But I my sleep has been pretty rubbish lately, so I I know it will get better if I abstain from drinking for a while. So uh, in uh, out of respect for my wife's sleep going into her busy season, mm. it probably makes sense for me to uh, lay off for a bit. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I got you. Like I'm. Uh, I'm at least through January. I think the goal's first quarter. The goal I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, alcohol free through the first quarter. Um, Kristen, are you just going the 31 days, or what are you thinking? Just the 31 days. I'm a very like hard, I'm the exact opposite of Dame. Dame's like, oh, if I make it, if it goes longer, I'm exactly the opposite. I'm like. January 31st, like, is the goal either direction? That's just what it is. Fair enough. Uh, happy New Year to all our listeners. Uh, Andy, Happy New Year. We just are sending out a uh, mug to you today. Good vibes or all that's in the budget. It's going out to you today. Good morning, Jason Brown. Jason is trying to make a run for listener of the year early in 2024. Made a nice run at the end of last year. Uh, friends, you brought to my attention that Jeremiah, listener of the show, Jeremiah, who regularly uh, gets upset with us because we have other things to do. Turns out he has a podcast in which the episodes are roughly two hours long each. <laughs> so, you know, for, for like a person that has a two hour pod, hey, who has time to record a two hour podcast? And who has time to listen to a two-hour podcast? And yet Jeremiah is out there just like, hey, take your time. It's like, really? <laughs> I got a job. I, I don't know that they're all two hours. It just happened to be the one that I clicked on was like an hour 47, which which seems seems like a lot. I, so we should have people listen to, well, yeah, it is a two-hour podcast. I told you. 
Maybe we could just like you you listen to 10 minutes and you listen to 10 minutes and then compare notes and uh, we, we can just do a summary. All right. So people should listen to Jeremiah's podcast, but I've never listened to it. Is it explicit I, or anything? Uh, I believe there may be some adult language there, but I don't know. I'll listen. I, like I said, I saw it. I listened to the, basically the cold open and I haven't made it past that because, well, coming back after a long break means there's a lot of stuff to do. So I promise I will listen to an episode though. It's got a great, one. it's got a great title. It's better than the name I of know. our show. <laughs> I know. Uh, boss hog of Liberty. <laughs> so if you want to take nine hours of your day to listen to a half of episode of boss hog of Liberty, by all means go subscribe. It will probably have more meaning if you live in Indiana, but if you don't uh, and you want to get caught up on everything that's going on in Indiana and maybe some things that'll still impact you, Give it a listen. A couple other housekeeping notes. My comedy show did take place at Victory Field in Indiana on December 22nd. Danny Dunn for another show. Uh, he did amazing. He did amazing. He did such a great job. You know what? I'll give myself 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10 is what oh, I'll give Really? Myself. Yeah. But folks, that is high praise coming from Peter Nicholas Dunn. If he gives himself a 9 out of 10, you know he had some genuine belly laughs going in the audience. Uh, Chris, and the funny part about this, um, after the show, I was talking to Mrs. Planner, and I was like, you know, I'll give myself a 9 out of 10. And she was like, yeah, me too. And I was like, what? I was like, what? How are you going <laughs> to give me a 9? Like, <laughs> so to Dame's point, I, I am hard on myself, but then when, when she was like, yeah, it's about a 9, I was like, really? Really? Okay, shots fired, honey. So the nap was a good thing because we were concerned for you Friday morning. I was a mess uh, that Friday. Uh, speaking of being a mess on a Friday morning, we are, of course, doing a Thursday show this week because uh, I have an all-day commitment tomorrow. But I do have my second men's soccer league game this evening. This time, though, folks, it's almost at my bedtime. <laughs> it's at 7.55 p.m. Oh, oh, no. And I have worked out significantly more since the last soccer game so i don't as ted says die on the pitch um both figuratively and literally uh so i feel like i'm in a better spot tonight we have less fewer subs so i i don't know what's going to happen are you making your family come watch this again ted wants to go uh so he he's coming with me but i think that's it yeah i think my business planner might just be at home on on match.com or something i don't know what she's doing so Okay. Um, after your report from the first game, I wondered if they would invite you back, to be honest. So I'm happy for you. You made it sound like you did not do a great job. Um, that's fair. I didn't. <laughs> but they suck, too. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Good. Let's do our... Uh, so this is the... Uh, what are we, The Stock Picks Spectacular? Is that what people are calling this? Yeah, I think that's I what I've seen on the, on the line. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do that. Stock Picks Spectacular. And that will be the review of last year's stock picks, making our new stock picks for this year and predictions. Mm -hmm. And then fun and frivolity. La, la, la. Yes. Uh, I, bought a, I bought an air fryer over break. You didn't have oh. an air fryer? No. He doesn't live in northern Indiana. Well, do you have to have a northern uh, air fryer in northern Indiana? It's, it's pretty much standard operating procedure for most kitchens in northern Indiana, I think. Kristen, give me a couple things that I should make in the air fryer. You should absolutely make any potato product in the air fryer. Mm, okay. And you can make a skillet cookie in an air fryer. 
a like skillet a, cookie, like a mini, like when you go to a restaurant and they have like the mini cast iron skillets yeah. and you get a cookie with, you can make those in the air fryer. Okay. I'm not really a sweets fella, uh, despite my frame. Dame, what do you think I should make an air fryer? Uh, potatoes are uh, low hanging fruit or vegetables or whatever they are uh, for this. Uh, <laughs> that was not that funny. It was funny to me. That was funny. Uh, various uh, chicken pro- uh, oh. things mm-hmm. you can do with, with chicken in there as well that, that uh, really <clears throat> enhance. I'm looking forward to Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. cauliflower, potato products and chicken wings. Those are the four things I'm most excited about. We've done uh, asparagus in an air fryer too. The asparagus is pretty nice. Hello, Rochelle. Hello, non-pilot Jeremy. Mm. What? That's not, that's, that's not Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy. That, that's a different Jeremy. Just, right. He's just non-pilot. I thought there was just one Jeremy. Not anymore. We even got two with Jeremy. Okay. Let's do a show. Oh, I gotta get ready. Anyone else have anything else to say? No. Great. This will be a good show then. In three, two, one. This week on the Pete the Planet Show, we answer your money questions. Here's how the show works. You email us, askpete at petetheplanner.com. That's askpete at petetheplanner.com, and we will answer your money questions uh, next week. Because this week we are reviewing our 2023 stock pick predictions and whatnot, and then making our predictions for 2024. Happy New Year uh, to you and to yours. <laughs> I don't know what exactly that means. Kristen Alanius joins us uh, from your money line. Hello, Kristen. Hello, Pete. Damian Dunn, no relation. Also from your money line, also not related to Kristen because they both work at your money line. Hello, Dame. Good day, Pete. No one ever asks, are you two related? They do not, no. Yeah. This is- yeah, I wonder why that is. Is she your daughter? Ouch. No. no. I mean, she could be your daughter. Technically, Ouch. yeah, but <laughs> she could be yours, too. Okay, so let's get started on the show. <clears throat> if you love Damien, which who doesn't, boy, is this the show for you. Damien is the keeper of all predictions, <laughs> and uh, there are going to be winners and losers today. I think, Dame, as you and I have become accustomed to say, this is the episode of which people should know to not take any of our advice. None. This is entertainment. And then you will quickly see at this first segment why that is the case, uh, at least as it relates to me. Uh, Kristen, before Damien goes off on his extravaganza, like Joseph in the Technicolor dream code of radio, (laughs) is there anything you want to say? Just that you're exactly right. This is entertainment. This is not investment advice. And you should take your, if you're going to take any investment advice, it should be from people who are licensed, which the three of us are not. Correct. I do have a driver's license, though, and uh, also a really good song. All right, Dame, let's spin the wheel. Is that what we do? Or do the, what's the, let's go. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, yeah, to add on to what uh, you and Kristen were saying, we haven't put our money in these picks. You shouldn't either. Uh, I think that's uh, probably the the best caveat for that. So wait, wait. Right, so uh, wait, you need, oh, is that true? 
Not technically, but technically. Okay. No, I just mean that, like, never mind. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. That was great. Great uh, interjection, Kristen. Thanks. Uh, Should we just rip the Band-Aid off, Pete, uh, for for winners of the year? I mean, you are first on my list. Uh, We all picked three individual stocks. Some of us did better than others. There was a very clear winner in the winner's. Uh, selection this year, but uh, we'll start with Pete. Pete, you had an interesting pick this year. You want to tell the the audience what you chose as your winning stock for? Here's the other thing that people should remember: is I typically don't remember what I chose. But How I could you? I forget? chose. I think I chose Bank of America. That is correct. That is correct. Bad, bad year to choose a bank stock with rising interest rates. Yeah. Like yeah. If I had to do it over again, would not have chosen Bank of America. So my guess is uh, I got hammered. Pete, I will give you credit. You finished positive. You you did not lose money on your no. winning pick, which is, I mean, that, that's something, right? Better than my losing pick. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you returned 1.32%. You know what? Last year. Pretty that, good. And a nickel can buy you a cup of coffee right there, buddy. Not at Starbucks. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, I chose Apple because uh, I, mm. I it, it was just too easy uh, to, to pick something that you knew was going to have a great year. 47.78% return. Not Ooh. bad. Not now, bad. I'm kidding. I, I, let's go through this. I don't, I don't believe I own any shares of bank of america outright i'm just trying to be dis- yeah. disclosure sensitive here i'm <laughs> sure i do in some fund of some sort sure. uh dame do you own individual shares of apple yes okay fair enough we're just disclosing <laughs> I, I, I do. look i want to be honest here and now we're on to Kristen. Kristen. Kristen chose tesla as her winner of the year this year she was the winner of our winning pick challenge Tesla returned a stellar 109.74% in 2023. 109.74. Pete, if you're keeping track, she beat you by a lot. Um, yeah, a <laughs> <Yeah>. lot. <laughs> yeah. So, Kristen, do you own any shares of Tesla outright? I do not. Okay. Dame, you, you did shares there, didn't you, at one point? Right. <laughs> No, did? I don't. Uh, yeah, you um, did at one point, didn't you? Years ago, when I used to like have a little like okay. play investment account, I, I don't, don't currently. I don't think I have, but it's possible I have. Um, and by the way, we all own some Tesla. I would assume For within sure. yeah. indexes and whatnot yeah. indices. Um, Kristen, that's a phenomenal outcome. One hundred and seven percent. When does your newsletter come out? Yeah, very funny. <laughs> I will never be able to do that again. That's why I'm so nervous for today's show. Is I've done a really bad thing by performing so well on my first appearance. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting thing for an, in, a, in a performance review, like at your job, and be like, uh, I had a great year, but I'm terrified of next year because I'm going to have to do it again. Exactly. You know, it's funny. Not, this is not the topic of the day. I was talking to my father at one point uh, a few years ago about the, the height of his business success. Mm-hmm. It was there was a mm, trying to think about this uh, sort of a monumental moment. Uh, and I was like, ah, huh, what was that like? And he was like, well, it was great until I realized then we'd have to do it again. <laughs> right. So it's like totally. Uh, and then I've adopted that mentality myself, as you both 
No, Kristen, congratulations. Winner of the winner of the year. Thank you. On to the losers. Hey, you're saying my name now. Well, uh, you said it. Pete, uh, Pete, for your loser, you took a very interesting route and chose Tesla oh. as your loser. If you're paying attention just a couple minutes ago, you know that Tesla was up 109.74%. 109.74%. That is an interesting track to take when you're trying to pick losing stocks. So if if my was my loser the biggest loser or was it my loser the biggest winner? Because then it can get confusing. It's like when you get uh, uh, negative results from an x-ray and it's like, no! And it's like, oh no, that's positive. If I if my loser is it the biggest loser or is my loser the biggest winner? You tell me. It's, exactly, exactly. I won. Sure. Okay. okay who's sure. up next? Uh, me. Uh, I chose Xerox. It was looking pretty okay mid year. Then they rallied to end the year, and they were up twenty four percent in twenty three. Up twenty four percent in twenty twenty three. But that was hot on the heels. Well, I should say news uh, that just came out. Was it yesterday? Hot on the heels. Uh, that, uh, they're, they're cutting their workforce and year to date Xerox is down like 12%. So as always, kids, timing is everything. Bummer. Which brings us to Kristen. <laughs> Kristen. Uh, Kristen's loser pick for the year was a stroke of genius. She chose Rite Aid, a little-known drugstore who also just found themselves in the news for using face recognition technology uh, in their stores, and they're getting slapped on the hand for that. Uh, they basically went out of business. Uh, technically, there was still some value in their shares of a whopping $0.22 cents at the end of the year. That means she was down 93.47%. She picked the only stock that went down all year, although Pete tried really hard with his winner uh, pick uh, for this year. So Kristen wins the loser pick as well. So Kristen's the winner of the winner and the winner of the loser, and I'm the loser of the winner and the loser of the loser? <laughs> yes. And you're just a sandwich. It's a dame sandwich. All I did was make money this year. All I did was make this. Let's take a break. Let's hose off. Let's uh, take a break and come back after the break. And then we'll do, how do we do on our S&P 500 predictions? All right. That, that is next. Then we will also do the 2024 selections. This is very exciting. All that's next right here on the Pete the Planner Show. I'm Pete the Planner. Eight seconds early. Why, Dame? Give the people more Mellencamp. More Mellencamp. Um, Kristen, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal performance that you're not going to be able to do again. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that was, um, that was something that's, uh, I was really nervous about Tesla. Truthfully, when you said that at last year at this time, when you picked them in opposition, I was very nervous because it's just, it's a volatile pick. You just don't know. So what do you? I mean, I know this is not the forum for this. And by this is not the forum, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the forum for this. Um, what do you think it'll do this year? Yeah. Huh? Um, I was reading. I really wanted to pick them again for this year for my winner. <laughs> that's <laughs> but that's I un inappropriate. I didn't because that's not fun. So you, you're feeling bullish about them. I am feeling bullish. Yeah. Which is not investment advice. There it is. Correct. Dane, what do you think? 
Uh, I, I think they will have another good year. They continue to get their manufacturing process down. They're churning out more cars, cars each and every quarter than Wall Street's expecting. They aren't having any problems selling. And even though they have some technical issues every once in a while, consumers don't care. They, they, don't, they don't care, care about panel gaps. They don't care about interior quality as much as they do. And maybe some other cars, they just want that kind of car right now I, I, talked, I think that will continue first thing on uh, tuesday morning our first day of work of the year i talked to bitcoin doug and uh <laughs> he had driven a rental uh over the holiday on a vacation a, a tesla and he was like like through the moon are we over the moon through the, the moon for the moon yeah. i don't know he was he was moon he was mooning me is what i'm saying oh <laughs> okay let's come back with s p 500 performance and then get into our picks. Oh, I'm Winters. excited about the picks. I'm so excited. Yeah. You ready to do this? I mean, sorry, Jeremiah. <laughs> we don't have a <laughs> we don't have a fortnight to record. Okay. Oh my. Three. He's gonna be so disappointed he missed the missed us talking about him and his Maybe. show. So for this year, should we buy uh what was that? So for this year, should we buy Kristen's pick or short peaks? That's a great question. It's <laughs> a great question. It's very fair to ask. In three, two, one. Back on the Pete the Planner show, reviewing last year's stock predictions, 2023 stock predictions. It's the results show. The stock pick spectacular, as no one calls it. So we're reviewing the results from last year. So far, we have learned that our winners of the year, Kristen won the winner of the year contest. She also won the loser of the year contest. I lost the winner of the year contest, and I lost the loser of the year contest. And now we are on to what many people call the most important aspect of all of this. <laughs> yeah. Which is predicting where we think the S&P 500 will end. And so, Dame, if you would, um, to take your time, because this is the most important prediction, <laughs> and tell us how people fared. We uh, we had quite a spread in predictions for the S&P 500 for mm -hmm. 2023. Yeah. I started at 2%. I thought it was going to be a pretty rough year in the S&P 500. I said 2% last year. Kristen? was a, a little higher than average, 13% return, and Pete was way out there. I thought it was absolutely bonkers. Pete suggested 19%. That's not Ooh. true. I I said 23%. Um, I don't know if on our show you said that because I recall us all laughing at you because on a different show, <laughs> you predicted like 32%. No, I honestly... I, I projected 30% on another show, which I'm actually doing later today to, to review that prediction. I swear. I said, did you listen back? I didn't know. Why would I listen to our show? <laughs> that's a good, that's an absolutely great question. I swear. I said 23%. Fine. I'll give you, you're going to be the winner either way because the S and P 500 last year, uh, returned 24%, depending on if you're taking a, an index or the actual performance, you know, 23, 24%, either way, Pete was the closest. What, what's another way to say that? You win. Pete was yeah, more accurate. Oh. Ah. You can win. It's okay. Wee. Okay. All right. Should we jump into uh, our winner picks for 2024? Let's do it. I, real quick, though, I did want to congratulate Dame on third place on that last one. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Okay. Winners. 
All right, uh, winners. Uh, how do we want to do this? Uh, should we do ladies first? Since she was the reigning champion, let her. Uh... I think she gets to choose the order for okay. the two that she won, and I'll choose the order for the one that I won. That's okay. fair. Can we just say our picks first and then justify them? Like sure. we each yeah, say, okay. Um, sure. Pete, what's your winner? Oh, I got to look. I don't remember. What? Well, I don't remember. Give me a second. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, here it is. Oh, here we go. Okay. Hecla Mining. What? <laughs> Hecla. You know we're going to have overlap? Hecla Mining. <laughs> I did research. Oh, by, oh, we didn't do our disclaimer. Dame, 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 dame. Disclaimer. This is oh. not investment advice. If you didn't, if you missed the first segment, go back and listen to it so you will know this is not investment advice, but please do not act on any of the suggestions we're making. This is purely entertainment purposes only. Okay. Hecla Mining. <laughs> Interesting. Damien, your winner. <laughs> Delta Airlines. Oh. Okay. Wasn't that my pick two years ago? Or three years so. ago or something? I don't know. I don't know. I was uh, Kristen, your pick, your winner? Bluebird. As in the buses. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. So do I have to describe mine first? Yeah. Let's hear the justification for this company that we don't <clears throat> know at all. What's the ticker for Hecla Mining? I can't believe I don't know that off the top of my head. It is on the New York Stock Exchange, Dame. So the fact that you... It's like the periodic table. You should know all of them. Yeah. It's HL. Oh, the big HL. HL. <clears throat> Just based on my research, I feel like... And, and mark the price as of the open today, please. Okay. I think it will come close to doubling. Not investment advice. I think it's got a great chance to find the highs that it once enjoyed. <laughs> it's roughly at $4.30 a share right now, and its 52-week range is $3.55 to $7. Uh, I am, uh, for entertainment purposes only, bullish, and I will not be purchasing this position <laughs> in my own portfolio. I just want to make a note that Yahoo Finance shows uh, Hecla mining as overvalued right now. <laughs> Here's the Love thing. Yahoo Finance is entertainment too. Okay. Okay. Okay, Jim Cramer. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I don't want to just name and names. All right. Uh, Dame. Oh, Mr. Delta Airlines. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know if you know, I Pete, you travel a little bit for, for business and pleasure occasionally. Delta has an amazing product, and I don't know if you're aware, their earnings per share has just gone bonkers over the last 12 to 18 months. They continue to make great revenue. Their margins continue to expand, and people are still spending money that they don't have. And that's going to continue to translate. Their they're hiring has slowed down a little bit for pilots, so they're getting caught up on that. It's just going to, going to continue in 2024 to make money hand over fist. Is this because you're trying to gain favor with Pilot Jeremy? If yes, were, actually, I'm, I'm hoping that because if it doesn't go well, I'm going to blame him for it, and I can continue to to, uh, to bring his name up uh, on, on the show. But if it does go well, maybe uh, he sprinkles a few frequent flyer miles into my account for me or, or gets me some free upgrades. It is worth noting that I primarily fly Delta, and I enjoy the product very much. And also, Hecla Mining's earnings per share is minus $0.09. Cents. Hey, that doesn't... Room for improvement. Exactly. Right. 
Yeah, Dame Dame chooses something that's flying high, so to speak, and 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 he's like, ah, I'm just gonna keep it going. We'll see what sort of landing you're in for. <laughs> Kristen, it was Bluebird. What's the uh, Bluebird. what's the ticker for Bluebird? B L B D. B L B D. All right. I chose Bluebird kind of because I wanted to choose Tesla again, because I think EV <laughs> just in general is here to stay, Oof. despite what Dame likes. Um, so I chose, I wanted to choose something kind of in that space. And then I started doing this research about how um, there's this push for electric buses and how more states are getting on board with using them for transportation for like public schools. And they've beat earnings the last four quarters. Analysts have them poised as a buy slash strong buy. Earnings per share is not great, but I think overall I'm cautiously optimistic about Bluebird. Hmm. Hmm. Dame, what what does Yahoo Finance, the the bastion of of advice, say? Overvalued. I, I will say that I use CNBC uh, does not have it at overvalued, uh, or at least Heckler Mining, because I'm only talking about myself. Because you guys know <laughs> it has uh, it, it is not overvalued. The price target, in fact, is five eighty seven, and seven people have it listed as a buy, and two have it as a hold, and none, no analysts of the nine following it, have it as a uh, overvalued. Okay. Um. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really confident response. All right. So, I feel now we do the side bet where who's Guess do we feel the best about collectively? Damien. Okay. I feel better about Damien's than I do Kristen's. And Agreed. clearly better than mine. <laughs> I didn't even know that company existed uh, until about seven minutes ago. So I'm, I'm going to stick with mine. Okay. So Dame, it's a consensus. We believe Damien will win the best pick of the year. Now we'll just make a note in my spreadsheet. Uh, three stars that we all agree. I'm the preseason winner. Who do we believe to be the loser of the best pick of the year? You. Dame? Oh, man, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to pile on. I'm going to say you, Pete. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I am going to go with me as well. Coming up after the break, we're going to pick our worst stock picks of the year and our S&P 500 predictions. All that is next right here on the Pete the Planner Show. I'm Pete the Planner. Couple more seconds of Melon Camp there for the people. It's all right. They love it. Okay. So we're going to have plenty of uh, material for the next segment. So now it is part of the show that you are dreading. For entertainment purposes only, for entertainment purposes only, <laughs> Kristen, yeah. at this time next year, 12 months from today, which is the, uh, we're recording on the 4th. Mm hmm. January 4th of 2024 is when we're recording. Who is the president-elect of the United States of America? <laughs> I don't... 12 know. months from today. That's the point of a prediction. You have no, to say I, what you think. No, no. No? We're, no. You're we're not saying who you want to win. Mm -mm. You're not even going to predict who you... It's not who you want to win. Mm -mm. It's... Why? Well, you think this is a trap? I think that it's... <sighs> okay, you guys, you guys go. I'll go. 
Oh, Matt went Look back. Look at our research listened. department coming in. Gee, many Christmas. Uh-oh. Matt comes in and says that my S&P 500 prediction was 19% on January 6, 2023. Send that man a mug. Matt, I'm going to send you a... <laughs> I don't know. I also claim... <clears throat> Matt, stop. He said I claim... Bank of America was going to go bananas. <laughs> I did. It was rotten bananas. Matt is making a run for listener of the year. As far you know as what? He is, he's in a good spot. Um, I'll go first. I, I, I don't think it's incredibly uh, uh, a secret. I, I, I don't prefer the, the uh, president, uh, former president Trump. I'm not really a fan but i i actually believe that he will be the president-elect at this time next year uh uh, whether i want that to be the case or not i think that is just simply a prediction it's not a political thing it is just like you know sitting around amongst friends of which i believe we to be uh i think he'll be the president-elect i will say i believe that joe biden will be the president-elect and he will step down shortly after taking office and hand the reins over to whoever the vice president is. Dame, it is worth noting. You said that the last time. There it is. <laughs> you said that stole, exactly I, the last time. So my timing is off, but I, yeah. I think that's how the transition is going to happen. Kind of like your Xerox pick, huh? Wonder if I said the same thing last time, though, too. Did we make a prediction on the show? Research department, get on that. Come on, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kristen, are you willing to weigh in or would you you want to pass? I was going to say what Dame said. Really? But yeah. you also think the step down? Uh, yes, I do think that. Okay. It, it, yeah, interesting. I think there will be very few debates this year between the candidates. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't, I think if, if Trump is the nominee on that side, right? Like he said he wouldn't debate anybody, right? Am I, I have wrong? no idea. I don't. I don't pay attention to what he says. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> there we go. Um, just for clarification, since we're doing predictions, uh, shortly thereafter the election, like makes the inauguration, or like what? What do we? What are we thinking? It's uh, got to be inaugurated fir- to be able to pass. Yeah, within along. the first year. Within the first year. Okay. Do you think he'll choose Kamala then? Well, he's going to choose Kamala again as his room. Are you suggesting that he will not choose Kamala as his room? I have no idea. I, I You follow this stuff very closely. <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> I, I, at one point in my life, I did. Uh, and then I realized that I needed to go outside and touch grass. And so I, I stopped because yeah. I I hate United States politics. Um. All right. Well, that's that's all we're going to do on politics for now. There we go. Uh, and by the way, th- I also felt those were simply predictions, uh, yeah. and we did a good job of keeping it at that. So, Kristen, thank don't, you for yeah, doing Don't that. wager on those. You, oh, you can spend on that stuff, too. Uh, I'm following it more closely than I did this time last cycle, and I'm hoping it's on a downward trajectory as opposed to I follow up more going into the next year. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's good for my mental health when nope. I'm really like, oh, no. oh, oh. nope. Okay, let's move on. Thank you for letting There's me nothing, pull your teeth. But we're going to get nothing, like, anybody, no, nothing either any of us can do about it. So why in the world get yourself wrapped up in it? I think you can vote. Well, yeah, but there's nothing we can <laughs> do. Kidding. I know. I'm just kidding. Three, uh, but, two, one.
back on the Pete the Planner show. We wrapped our 2023 predictions. Our uh, we, 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 we looked at the results of our stock and market predictions for 2023. We have now began to unfurl. Is that a word? Unfurl? Yes. I would not right. be the person to ask. Yes. Yeah. Like a flag? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, of 2024, we've gone through what we believe to be the best picks of the year. For entertainment purposes only, do not do any of these things. Uh, and you. I just want to clarify on our winners of the year, Kristen chose Bluebird Buses, Dame chose Delta Airlines, and I chose, uh, checks notes, Hecla Mining. I am not making a purchase of that security, Dame. Uh, not planning on making a purchase, but am planning on using the product. Same. Uh, but you're also not going to purchase Hecla. <laughs> nope, not gonna make that one either. Okay. okay, Kristen, are you purchasing Bluebird? No, I will not be. Okay, we like to keep it clean here. Like I'm, I will over disclose because I am not trying to mislead anybody. All right, biggest losers of the year. Kristen chooses the order because she won the loser of the year mm -hmm. last year, and of course, mm -hmm. I lost the loser of the year last year. Kristen, who chooses first? Damien. Ooh, I chose a company that I think is going to have a really difficult time in 2024, and I philosophically disagree with Beyond Meat. Oh, wow. you philosophically disagree with plant-based meat? Yes, it's why there's meat out there. Just eat meat. And if you don't want to eat meat, don't fake it. <laughs> <laughs> what a that's, take. that's the most damn take ever. I love it. Dude, you're my man. I don't <laughs> care. I've never even had Beyond Meat. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily consume it, but I have no philosophical beef with it. Oh. That's hilarious. <laughs> 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 oh, my. Um, all right, who's next, Kristen? You. I went back and forth on this one. I was. It was between two... Two different stocks going with big lots. Interesting. Ooh. Ooh. I think they will file for bankruptcy this year, and I'm using the Kristen provision, and now I'm just <laughs> trying to choose places that are filing for bankruptcy. This is not investment advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, I choose big lots, and I chose them right over Canopy, which is a cannabis company that's been struggling, but I choose big lots. Kristen? I too used the Kristen provision <laughs> and I chose um, a company that we're all probably familiar with that we probably don't really frequent. And that is AMC entertainment holdings. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Wait a second. Dame, you followed Thunder Kitty or whatever that guy's name oh. was. Mm -hmm. Was he, that was part of the whole Reddit thing. Was it not? GameStop, AMC, oh, yeah, they were main stocks, yeah. Kristen. They keep escaping bankruptcy, so. Same. I mean, I'm doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, AMC. Okay, now, Dame, you do your, your quick analysis here that you go to at Yahoo Finance. I'm, I'm working on it. Hang on. Uh, a AMC uh, is overvalued, which is good for Kristen yeah. uh, in this case. Uh, however, the one-year target estimate price for AMC is seven thirty-five. Current stock price five fifty-one. Oh so, no! Oh no! Not worried. Uh, they have a an 
minus three dollars earnings per share. Hey, so same. they they are uh, <laughs> hemorrhaging. Okay, 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 Dame. What else? Uh, Beyond Meat. Let me pull that up. Uh, is overweight? Is uh, sorry. Uh, come on, come on, computer. Is overvalued as well. They don't have earnings per share because they don't have earnings. Well, no, they have negative earnings per share. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know why it says not available. I'll look it up uh, look at this point. Uh, yeah, maybe your maybe your research department will have it uh, before. Well, you use I entertainment. Do. I use real stuff. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, yeah. So, uh, not a lot of data here. But what I do know is, uh, <laughs> nobody nobody wants this product. No one. That's why they can't sell it. They have they have billions of dollars in debt, and they can't figure out a way to pay it off. So they're in trouble. Can I just say that their earnings per share is minus or negative $3.90? And the, the the current going quote of the year on this show was, there's not a lot of data. Like, <laughs> all there is is data. Is data. Yeah. As oh. related to this, like, hey, on look, my page. Just, on oh. my page. Oh. On my page. You, you know, the that. thing that I use to make my decision. All right, go ahead and go to mine. Feel free. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a bigger. Oh, big do you want me to do it? Mine's. Big, if you've got big lots. Of course, I've got it. Big lots is. Uh, hold on, I'm going to pull it up now. $15 and a negative $15.93 is the earnings per share. Oh, my. Um, it is considered to be overvalued. Its current price is $7.16. Its earning, or pardon me, its price target is. Five dollars and seventy-five cents. Yeah, that's wow. what I see too. All right, so um, who do we believe is going to be the best worst pick of the year? Damien, man, uh, you make a strong argument with Big Lots, but I have a philosophical problem with agreeing to any of your picks because you're past history doesn't pan out very well past performance is not indicative of future I know, performance I know. I know you know what I, i'll throw my hat in your ring pete I'll, I'll say i think you might have the best loser this year thank you that means a lot to me i know losers <laughs> uh, thank you we have a lot of mirrors in our house uh Kristen, who do you think is the biggest loser I think for so question for the two of you, if both of these companies file bankruptcy, then who wins? Whoever files first. Okay. Ooh. Well then maybe that's you're fair. that's fair. That's fair. I think that maybe then you will beat me. So you think I have the best pick? Yes, I think you have the best pick. Oh, man. Oh, this is the best day of my life. So hard to say. <laughs> and I also think I have the best pick. So we all stacked hands, as uh, people say around here, on Dame uh, for winner. And everyone said, I'm the going to win the loser. Now it's time in the last two minutes of this segment to reveal our S&P 500 predictions mm -hmm. for 2024. Since I won the category last year handily, um, certified financial planner Damien Dunn uh, got last. Dame, I want you to go first of what you believe the S&P 500 will do in 2024. Uh, presidential year, uh, markets are usually underperform in presidential years on average. 
And I think there's some potential headwinds. Well, will the Fed do too much? Will they not do enough? I think it's, it could be a challenge. I'm going to go with a 6% return for the S&P 500 this year. Okay. Okay. Kristen? Similar feelings, but I wrote down 8%. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Well, uh, Dame, get your typist keys and fingers ready to go and log my vote, uh, my prediction, that is, because... As someone who does very good job in this arena, mm. I think what I have to say carries more weight. And I would also like to point out that these are also all um, entertainment. for entertainment purposes only. Entertainment. 14% up. Ooh. Up 14%. Real quick, just to clarify, I do own the S&P 500, uh, yeah. obviously. Um, Dame? Yes, absolutely. Kristen? Yes, are is anyone going to sell short AMC, no. Big Lots, or Beyond Meat? I no, I am not either. No, okay, wow, look at that. I'm look nervous. at that. Would you look at that? Ah, <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right, coming up after the break, the first biggest waste of money of the week of the year. The year. Yeah. Here in 2024. This show started, I believe, in 2009 in yeah. some capacity. This is now entering its 15th year, this segment. So uh, the weird thing about this one is I both love the item and hate the item at the same time. And I, when that's the case, it means I probably love it. And I just hate that I love it. So all that is next right here on the Pete the Planner Show. I'm Pete the Planner. I think our picks were really good this year. I mean, some of them. <laughs> Except for the mining one. Um, so I will, I, I, I don't, I should probably say this on the air, but because the podcast doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jeremiah. <laughs> Do I have to start calling him the boss hog of liberty? Is he the, is he the boss hog? I haven't listened long enough. Don't ask me these questions. I don't want to listen. It's so long. I had to like sell one of my kids. I don't want to listen to a two hour podcast. You listen to everything on like five times speed anyway. You'll have this mm -hmm. thing over in no time. Then it'll be like the boss piglet of uh, like that. It's sort of yeah. a funny joke to me. Um, I do think for my S&P 500 predictions, I, I do think the biggest headwinds I see are not economic as much as they are the geopolitical possibilities. <laughs> like, you know, get thrown into a constitutional crisis. You know, what happens to the market? I'm not sure. Right. So that's where I'm a little nervous. This is, can we all agree that this is going to be the worst election cycle ever? Oh, I, I can't imagine it wouldn't be. Yeah. He, you could, you could say the last two were awful. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I would say when, um, Mitt ran against Barack, uh, in the second term for Barack. There was like a really like genteel election site. They were like both sort of nice, like on the, the trail to some degree. Um, even reading Mitt Romney's uh, biography uh, or biography a couple months ago, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It was very Gentile, genteel, I should say, very different. Um, <laughs> but it's gotten worse uh, for sure. This is going to be ugly. I don't care for it. No, I, there's going to be very few redeeming traits that will be reviewed of anybody that is going to be discussed. 
and I weep for my country. That's fair. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Uh, biggest waste of money of the week. Let me get it ready to go. I I love hate this thing so much. I can't wait. I uh, you have you have all of my attention right now. Um, I bought. Can I, I bought something on it. I was going to do a little review here. I bought a hex clad pan. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen them online. The heck, yeah. Gordon Ramsay does the. Uh, I, I, honestly, the, the finest plan I own. It is. Really? It lives up to the, the hype. They This portion of the program brought to you by Hexclad. When you want to have a marketing budget where you just throw money at top 1% podcasts. No. <laughs> um, it's unbelievable. Nice. I love it. What makes it, what makes that pan superior to what you had in your inventory? Uh, heats super evenly, like in, okay. in it, in it, you get both a nice crust. Like I made some nice salmon, I made some chicken, in, I made steak. In. Like it gets a really nice crust, but then nothing sticks at all, and it's easy clean. You just like wipe it out. I don't put it in the dishwasher and sort of wipe it out. Uh, it is amazing. I put it under the broiler last night. I made a little frittata. That's right. Hmm. How long do you think that coating is going to last that non-stick? Well, I think it's going to start. I'm ingesting it now, right? right yeah. And so I, once I die uh, <laughs> from ingesting that coating, uh, it's a joke. It's a joke, Hexclad. They're not going to sponsor the show now. <laughs> yeah, way to go. Come on. Damn. It'll help with your weight loss, though, because it just slide right through your, your system. That is... <gasps> I had not thought of that. <laughs> what if we just... that Like, this makes sense. What if you just like coat your innards with like yeah, a, a polymer of some sort yeah. and things just slide on out right through? I think some people have a uh, you know problems like diseases with that and uh, it doesn't necessarily work that way, but well, now you've you got know. me mocking people that didn't even understand that was a thing. Yeah, what a jerk! What a guy. I didn't know Lestra used to do that. It did something about it, it didn't allow you to like absorb fat. Remember the, the lace potatoes? Potato yeah. yeah. Kristen, those were out while you were alive. Oh, okay. Okay, let's continue. Uh, the captain of my adult league soccer team just sent us a motivational text. I just received it. You don't want to share? I think it said update your beneficiaries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was clever, wasn't Other. it? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. This week's biggest waste of money of the week right here on the Pete the Planner Show is the GE Profile Smart Indoor Smoker. GE extends barbecue season with its Profile Smart Indoor Smoker. The compact countertop appliance allows pitmasters. <laughs> Can I get a timeout? Yes, first one of the new year. No pit master is going to have an indoor smoker. <laughs> like, like there is <laughs> allows pit master. Literally, no pit master will use an indoor smoker. Ask Chad. I will ask Chad to infuse food with rich flavors inside. It uses the same wood pellets as an outdoor grill for the same great taste, but uses an active smoke filtration to turn smoke into warm air. Timeout. Isn't right. that the same argument that the vaping industry? Oh, it's just vapor. You suck in chemicals. You just blow out. Uh, you blow out vapor. Yeah, I, 
I don't uh, know if, if I fully agree with this technology. An integrated temperature probe and preset smoking functions ensure that anything from brisket and pork to salmon and vegetables or beyond meat is perfectly cooked. The GE Profile Smart Indoor Smoker will be on display at CES on January 7th and is heading to retail later this month. Kids, uh, you know, what? since Kristen became an amazing guesser, <laughs> she's going to guess second this year. Uh, Dame Yay. has to guess first. Uh, I will say, does it say what the capacity of this thing is? That's a great question. It, it is the size of the refrigerator, the small refrigerator that you took to college. Oh, not okay. not the big refrigerator that you took to college. The, the half size of that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I will say $799. Okay. Kristen, best guesser of the year. I believe if we really tracked it, you probably had better guesses last year. I'm really happy for me. I'm going to say $500. <laughs> and Kristen, next week, you will be picking first. Um, $1,000. Now, here's the thing about this thing. I, really, I like it. I do too, yeah. but it's huge. <laughs> and I, Mrs. Planner gets upset when I make certain foods that smell up the house. Um, it's like, oh, it smells like this. she doesn't use a voice like that, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I cook with this thing once I'm sleeping in the basement. Like I can just feel the marital strife from this amazing device. Um, and I'm just, I don't know. It's amazing, but it's like, I'm going to get in trouble because our curtains are going to smell like, like pork. I love it's, kitchen gadgets. I would buy it if I at a more reasonable price point. It's not something you could leave on your counter, though. I mean, it would take up a ton of space. So you've got to have a, a spot for it in a pantry or garage or, or wherever you're going to be able to stash this thing away. Because I don't think it's going to be something you leave on your counter all the time. It's the size of a toddler that's in the 80th percentile. <laughs> I leave my big air fryer on the counter. It's fine. That's the other thing. So our air fryer, as I mentioned, is coming in. I, I get it tomorrow. It's being shipped tomorrow. Um, Mrs. Planner is very against appliances on the countertop, so I'm going to have to find a place to put it. And that's why I can't I can't get a, a toddler-sized smoker for the kitchen. Dame, what's in the news this year? A best-selling personal finance author and entrepreneur admits that he has more than a billion dollars in debt and doesn't think it's a bad thing. Are you doing a Robert Kiyosaki segment? Yeah, I am. Have they we talked about skip? this? No. No, no, we can we can talk we can talk about him, um, respectfully. He's like we've talked about. It. He's like super upset on TikTok these days. Yeah, we you're right. We or we whatever. did have this conversation where uh, it was like all of a sudden it was uh, uh, crazy Bob on yeah on social media. He's yeah. got super hot takes, like yeah, flaming hot takes. I would say right now, in terms of the personal finance experts out there in the ethos, he is. Uh, he's like the, got the hottest takes right now. He's got hotter takes than Dave. Let me read his quote to you. Quote, if I go bust, the bank goes bust. Not my problem. What? Oh. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, he could easily call scoreboard on me or you or all sure. of us. I just like, I just can't get down that way. I don't know. I hate that. Respectfully. I, I, I don't like 
what it does for the people that follow him and the message that it sends to people who are genuinely trying to make a positive change in their financial lives because man, that is tough. Kristen, do you think what he's doing is Dave's like, don't owe anyone a, you know, a red cent. And this fella is saying, uh, owe people a billion dollars. Do you feel like he's actually trying to overcompensate for the debt free audience? Cause why else would you be like, I've got a billion dollars in debt. Debt doesn't matter. I feel like it's actually against Dave. I feel like he is trying to capture people who have maybe felt some type of way about the other narrative for a really long time and being Mm. like, join us over here. Like, it's okay. I just think that he's trying to be trendy in the opposite direction. Proving once again, Dame, the extremes really gather attention. Exactly. People are just like, "Eh, it's more complicated than that. They're like, no, no, don't listen to that. Well-reasoned, moderate centrist. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it can't fit on a magnet on your fridge, don't listen to it. Yeah. What else is in the news? Forget Picasso paintings and Mickey Mantle rookie cards. Could the hottest new collectible be a Valentine's Day themed cup sold exclusively at Target? The Galentine's collection of pink and red cups made by Stanley are priced from $20 to $45 at Target, depending on the size. But now they're going for as much as $200 on eBay. It's true. Hard to find. Will sh- with extra co- extra care said one eBay seller who was asking for a hundred and ninety dollars for one pair. Chris and I heard you say that you uh, didn't get one. Too bad because they're already sold out. You'll have to go to the secondhand market and overpay drastically. I, I will not. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Let me say, I don't really get the whole, I saw videos of people running, like a Target Mm -hmm. opened and people were running to get these cups. That I don't understand. I don't own one of them. I actually own a vintage one, but I don't own a new one. But the pink is so aesthetically pleasing. I wanted one. Speaking of aesthetically pleasing pink, um, I got new shoes today. I was going to show you. I know we're on the radio. Oh. Can you see them? Yeah, I can't. No, really. I see the bottom of your shoe. Now I see the ankle. Is they, are they white? They're not even pink. They're guava colored. Nice. Whatever. <laughs> what else is in the news? A long-awaited update to the free application for federal student aid, better known as the FAFSA, was released on December 30th. But some families are having trouble accessing the online form, which has so far only been available for short periods of time during what the Department of Education is calling a quote soft launch. The agency is monitoring site performance, conducting plan pauses for maintenance, and making updates. The FAFSA application was available for a 30-minute window on December 30th, another 30-minute window on December 31st, and a two-hour window on January 1st, really stretching the capability of the website there. According to the Department of Education, more than 30,000 forms were successfully submitted during those times, and the form was reopened on the afternoon of January 2nd. Pete, uh, we haven't, I don't believe we've talked about this. There were some major changes to the FAFSA uh, that that happened uh, this last time. And uh, the argument is that uh, more students will be, uh, will qualify for financial aid, but there is so much more to that because there are some uh, changes that will put an additional burden on families there. We could potentially take a segment in the future to talk about FAFSA and the changes and what you should anticipate, uh, the, your financial situation is going to look like for your student if you are going to be sending kids off to college soon. Can we do that? Let's do a couple segments on it in the coming uh, weeks or month. You know, yeah. 
Uh, Kristen, I know that you, you, both of your all's team f- follows what's going on with student loan repayment. And I think I saw a, a little note and headline the other day that you've got until the fall of 2024 now before you're actually penalized for mm-hmm. late payments. So I know that was part of the plan of getting people started back, back up. But once again, the whole student loan space is a mess from the student loans that exist to the ones that are on the horizon. And we will cover it all here this year on Kristen and company. All right. So thank you for listening. As always, everything we said today is for entertainment purposes only. Send you good vibes. Good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete the Planner. Wow. One hour on the nose right there. Um, anybody want to take anything back they said on the show today? My one of my picks, maybe. <laughs> All right. You guys got to see these shoes. They're really good. All right. Just take it off. Take the shoe off. Oh, you know what? That's actually a better <laughs> idea. Come on. Hold on. <laughs> I, that's a much better idea. <laughs> you messed up. You you reset your lighting, didn't you? He did. It's orange again. Or your, the white oh, balance on your, on your camera. You are, you are not the same because that looks like a white shoe. I didn't touch it. I, I've been gone. It's not the same <laughs> as it it's, was. It's when okay. I, full screen here. Forrest and I already messaged about it. How did it go back to crap? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Whoa. Kids, if you're listening, I did not mean those words. <laughs> like, it's the color of, like, uh, if you, what's that place called uh, uh, off of 65 Fair Oaks Farm, you know, yeah. where you can see a cow being born or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> They've got a little piglet barn. This is the color of a piglet. <clears throat> That's not what it looked like on my camera, on my screen. Oh, well, anyway. I got that new shoe smell, though. smells like a finish line back in 1992. Lovely. All right. Well, I'm done with this. Um, I'm going on to do the IBJ podcast later today where I'm going to meet my predictions from last year. I had some some pretty, pretty hot takes on that show. Well, one of them is going to turn out okay. You want to yeah. refresh us on what some of the other ones? Uh, yeah, I, you know the thing was, I ended up being right on a lot of it, other than the timing just got messed up. Yeah, I said the housing market was going to get hot in the third quarter because interest rates were going to come down, and the reality is, interest rates are just starting to come down. Mortgage rates, and I, I'll actually, uh, if we were going to do other economic predictions on this show, I think the housing market is going to go bananas in the third quarter this year just like bank of america last year bananas <laughs> uh, so for matt right now uh matt says my shoe looks more like a bisque that's fair matt is currently in the running and the leader of listener of the year despite the fact that it's been used primarily to discredit and mock me which is which is actually good listenership Kristen, have a good day. Dame, I hope your day is at least moderate. Um, Appreciate that. No, I mean it. Um, Everyone else, stay getting money.